0: Hey, friends, welcome to the Taking Your Next Step podcast from Collegians for Christ. Through each episode, we will journey together, focusing on becoming better followers of Jesus. If you're eager, like I am, to follow Jesus Christ and take your next step now, by joining us in today's episode. It's under a month away. What is that? The Spring College and Career Retreat coming up in Murfreesboro, Tennessee at Franklin Road Baptist Church. April 22nd through the 23rd kicks off Friday, 7 o'clock, concludes Saturday at 3 o'clock. Be a great time together, an exciting weekend with powerful preaching, relevant sessions. insightful Q&A session. We'll have delicious food, fun activities, games, and of course some free giveaways. Uh, We would love to see you there, see your group there. There'll be sessions for leaders uh, about how to reach young adults, how to grow young adult ministry, how to reach the college campus, and so forth. If you've got any questions, please reach out, but you can get more information and register at cfcretreats.com. Again, that's cfcretreats.com. So we jump into our episode for today and we're talking about only you can write your story. Now, how many of my listeners love to read a book? I know many of you are saying, absolutely not. I hate to read. Uh, I remember growing up, I used to despise reading. If you've ever heard of Cliff Notes, I did not even like to read the Cliff Notes. Uh, I just did not enjoy reading as a young boy. Yes. But as I got into middle school and high school and after that, I just despised it. Now, I love to read at this point. Now, for those of you who said yes, I love to read. I'm reading a book now. What types of books are your favorite type to read? What's your favorite genre? Is it fiction? Is it nonfiction? Is it just purely for information? Do you love reading biographies? Do you love reading mysteries? What is it? What is your favorite type of book? My wife likes to read uh, fiction. I see no point in fiction. I have a hard time reading it. I've tried. Uh, I read purely just for information. Uh, non fiction type books and and works. And uh, that's just the way my mind ticks. But my son and my wife will love reading fictional. Uh, what about a biography? Now, I love reading about people's lives. What is it? What about reading about someone else's life is helpful or interesting? Well, you get to see how you can identify with them. Their life and how they navigated things can inspire you, it can encourage you, it can challenge you. A, a good biography, man, can get you up and get you stirred up and wanting to do something, especially a good Christian biography. Now, as we come to this episode, we're talking about your life story. The fact that only you can write your story. You see, we're all writing an autobiography right now. A biography about ourselves, by ourselves. You see, our lives are like a storybook. You can imagine a book when you open it up, you, or before you open it, you have the cover that's been designed beautifully and it has a title. Well, imagine your book is designed beautifully with your favorite backdrop of the mountains or the beach or the lake or whatever it is. And there's your name. Bam! That's the title. As you open up this book, there's usually a dedication page there to dedicate the book to certain people that it may be of help. Well, your dedication page of your life story would be to your mentors. Those that have impacted your life, those that have uh, discipled you, guided you, really had a tremendous impact in your life. And then typically you may turn one more page over and you'll come to what could be referred to as the foreword. As the author begins to share kind of the desire or the design behind the book, the goal, the aspirations, where the book wants to take you, uh, this could be your dreams, your goals that you hope to accomplish in life. And then from there, you'll typically find a table of contents, and then it's chapter one. And you begin to see sentences. And these sentences make up paragraphs. And these paragraphs make up more paragraphs that make up chapters. And then you see more chapters. I'm going to read to you Psalm number 90. This is a prayer of Moses, the man of God. He said this, Lord, thou hast been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever thou hast formed the earth and the world, from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. Thou turnest man to destruction and sayest, return ye ye children of men for a thousand years in thy sight are but as yesterday when it is past and as a watch in the night. He's saying here that God is eternal. There is no beginning, no end. God has always been. He's, he inhabits eternity. And then he begins to go in and contrast, if you will, you and I, in contrast to God's eternality. It says, Thou carriest them away as with a the flood, they are as a sleep. In the morning they are like grass which groweth up. In the morning it flourisheth and groweth up. In the evening it is cut down and withereth, for we are consumed by thine anger and by thy wrath are we troubled. Thou hast set our iniquities before thee and our secret sins in the light of thy countenance. He says, for all our days are passed away in thy wrath. We spend our years as a tale that is told. The days of our years are threescore years and ten, and if by reason of strength they are fourscore years, yet it is their strength and labor Yet, I'm sorry, is there strength, labor, and sorrow, for it is soon cut off and we fly away. Verse 12 says, so teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. You see, Moses is just glorifying God's eternality. Then he compares himself and says, look, we're just like grass that grows up, it gets cut, and it withers. Our life is like a vapor, as James says. We're here just for a moment, and then it vanisheth away. But that is our life. And it says here in verse 10 that the average span of life is 70 years old. And if by reason of strength you're 80 years old, there's strength, labor, and sorrow. But what I want to focus in on for the next couple of weeks in our episodes is this little statement here. We spend our years as a tale that is told. You see, only you can write your story. And you and I write our story how? We write it one decision at a time. You see, we're all trying to take our next step to follow Jesus Christ, to be a better follower of Jesus Christ, to step out and launch out in faith. How do we do that? One decision at a time. You see, as you and I are writing our story, we're writing our story as we follow after Jesus Christ. And we do that based on our decisions, whether those decisions are good or whether those decisions are bad. You see, each decision, you can imagine as you read that book, each decision is going to be maybe a sentence in the book. And each decision being a sentence, each sentence begins to make up other sentences combined with it, make up paragraphs. And these paragraphs make up chapters of our life. You see, we are responsible for writing our story. And we do that one decision at a time. I mean, that's what life is made up of. It's made up of decisions. Decisions that you and I make in the daily, decisions that you and I make that are big decisions. I think sometimes we focus in maybe on those big decisions. Uh, They're very important, the ones that you pray through and you struggle through. And sometimes, you know, yes, that was a good decision, though it was a hard decision. Sometimes we go, whoops, (laughs) that was a terrible decision. I should not have done that, nor will I ever do that again. But regardless, it's written down. Why? Because we're writing our story. Because our lives are as a tale that is told. We're writing an autobiography right now that others will be able to read. Today, 20 years, 100 years down the road, even after we're gone, you see our life story can still speak. Now, as we think about we write our story one decision at a time, we can also think about there's certain events that create chapters in our story. What would be some of those events that would create chapters? You think about a book. It can be broken down into chapters. Sometimes there's maybe two or three sections that contain five chapters, four chapters apiece. But regardless of what book you read, typically is there's chapter divisions. And these divisions uh, hold a thought or a main idea. And as that chapter one comes to a conclusion, it begins to go into chapter two. It can still correlate, but it's beginning to take off with a new idea or a new location, a new uh, theme, or whatever it is as you launch into the new chapter. You see, when we're born, we begin our book. You and I have had no control over when our book would be started. But regardless, when we came into life, that started our book. And we began writing. We began writing a decision at a time. And then certain events would come into our life. And some of these events are welcome. Some of these events are not welcomed. But turning 16 is a big event. Graduating high school is a Uh, A chapter, if you will. When you graduate high school, you're closing that chapter of your life. And depending on what your plans are next, whether you're going into the workforce, whether you're going to go into school, further your education, that would be another chapter. Starting a new job, you close the chapter of that job and you open the chapter of a new job. Maybe a relationship, you start a relationship for the first time. That's a new chapter in life. Maybe you had to end a relationship that closes a chapter. You see, some chapters or events that create chapters, as I said, are just natural progressions through life. Graduating school, going from middle school to high school, high school to college, uh, a married. Uh, married couple would then, if God leads, to have kids. That would be a new chapter in their life. And then as a couple gets older and the kids leave, and you heard the term empty nesters, that would be another uh, event. But bottom line is this, there are certain events that create chapters in our life that we cannot control. Some of those are unwelcome. Some of those are hard. Some of those are hurtful. Some of those we don't understand why, because other people made decisions that affected or impacted our life, and it forced a new chapter into our life. But see, you and I control our story. We're going to talk about that more in detail because we are the ones writing our story. So regardless of how the events come, you and I are in control of how we write our chapters. How is that? Remember, it's so important that you and I focus on the decisions that we make. And it's not always the big ones. Yes, those are important, but many times it's the small things that add up to be the big. So the small decisions each day of the week add up to be the big decisions. The, The sentences that we're writing each day add up to be the paragraphs that add to be what the chapters that go into our life. So as we move forward into our next episode, we're going to talk about the fact that you control the script. Yes, you are writing your story. Other people can impact your story. Other people can cause Bumps and bruises and and hurt and encouragement and beautiful things. But the bottom line is, you control the script. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast has been helpful to you, we would love for you to share it with a friend or subscribe so that you can stay up to date on the latest studies. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.